Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan. And today, we have finally finished Stranger Things Season 4. Um, got a lot to talk about, a lot of thoughts, uh, both uh, good and negative. So, I hope you all just, you know, sit down, you know, take a sheet, a sheet, Jesus, a seat, and relax while we go over this season and give the overall thoughts and uh, some hypothesis of next season and also explain some things. So, with Volume 2... This is the grand finale, so shit's getting real, right? So we come to find out that Dr. Brenner had ulterior motives coming back to find Eleven. Apparently, he throughout all of Stranger Things, he has been trying to contact Vecna, okay? That is Dr. Brenner's big, like, side quest that he's been doing throughout this whole thing, which is a pretty big dick move, you know, considering the fact that he's you know, tortured Eleven, essentially, and, um, has not made her life very easy, so, yeah, uh, not exactly, uh, the nicest of guys, um, but then on top of that, there's this other side plot of, there's a specific military general that wants to kill Eleven, and by the end of this season, I literally am sitting there like, okay, so, he was with Dr. Rowan's last we saw him, And we don't see Dr. Owens. We don't know what the fuck happens to Dr. Owens. We don't know what happens to this military guy. That whole plot line after the, what, eighth episode goes out the window. And it just feels kind of pointless. So, yeah. Don't know if they're doing anything with that for season five or not. But if they don't, then why was it added outside of just some action? Anyways, though, so Dr. Brenner ends up biting the bullet, quite literally, actually a few of them, and dies again, but this time he's actually dead. Um, and Eleven says goodbye to him, you know, pretty cold-heartedly, and proceeds to try to help her friends in Hawkins from a pizza boy out in the middle of the fucking desert. Um, so... This is where we're going to kind of get into, like, the final battle where and stuff. So, on the Soviet side of things, you have Hopper, Joyce, you know, they kiss and shit, and they reunite, and they end up, you know, forming a plan to fight the Demogorgons, you know, to, to buy the kids some time, right? Then in Hawkins, we have um, Dustin and Eddie... Who are the distraction. Then you got Nancy, Robin, and Steve, which are going to go kill Vecna. And then, of course, you have the uh, other distract or the lure, excuse me, the bait being Max and guarding her is Lucas and his sister. I got to say, the way that they executed this, this final fight was good and bad. Um, good in the sense that they really made you be like, oh my gosh, like, I care for the characters and I'm scared about what's going to happen, but also at the same time, so, with Max, there was this back and forth on, are we going to kill her, are we not going to kill her, and they just kept going back and forth too many times on that, um, because originally, like, you know, Vecna chases her into one of her happy dreams in the school and almost gets her, and then Eleven comes in and saves her, and then Vecna whoops Eleven's ass, and then he ends up going for her again, and Vecna almost kills Max right off, um, snaps all of her limbs, her eyes, she goes blind, and then she's saved by Eleven at the last minute, but then she ends up dying 
in um, Lucas's arms in the real world after Lucas and Jason have their big old tussle because Jason's a fucking psychopath. So it was nice to see him, you know, lose that fight. Um, but I would say that was probably the most emotional thing, watching Max die, and we'll get a little bit into that uh, as we continue on. Uh, later on the review, um, we also get to hear from Vecna that he's been literally behind everything since the very beginning of season one, where apparently he created the Mind Flayer, um, and kind of made, like, a symbiotic relationship with the Mind Flayer, and he used, like, this particle dust to make the Mind Flayer, so Vecna is more so or not I would say the Thanos-level villain. I know in Volume 1, they were considering Vecna to be, like, the five-star general. Now it's looking more like, no, he is, like, the head honcho behind everything. And at the end of the season, we also come to find out from Will, now that he's back in Hawkins and can feel, you know, the Mind Flayer again, that uh, Vecna is still alive, and he, he is hurt, but he's alive. I was actually pretty happy they didn't kill Vecna, because it's like, out of every Stranger Things season where we just had monsters, you finally get the one competent villain that actually has a brain. Please don't kill that villain off, you know? So I was very, um, happy with that decision to keep him to go into season five. I think that that's brilliant. I think that Vecna is by far the best villain Stranger Things has had so far, personal opinion. Um, now, looking at, um, killing Eddie, right, I, so, I really liked Eddie, Eddie was one of my favorite characters this season by far, and he was a lot of people's, um, you know, favorite character, but, at the end of the day, it's hard for me to feel very attached to Eddie when he's only been with us for one season, you know? So, like, Max dying was a lot more prevalent and on my mind than the death of, um, of Eddie. But they both were really sad, um... You know, I really did feel when they killed Eddie off, but then again, if Eddie was there for even one more season, like since season three, it would have hit a lot harder than it did. That's me personally. I don't expect everybody to have that same take as me. Um, we also get to see that Vecna is much more powerful than Eleven in a lot of ways. Um... And, of course, uh, you know, he's, he's gravely wounded by getting shot, like, three or four times by Nancy. Molotov cocktailed at least twice. Um, so, definitely a lot of damage has been done to him. But, this is like an Avengers Infinity War situation where, by the end of the season, Vecna wins his plan uh, to sacrifice uh, four souls... To create a opening rift to the Upside Down, literally merging, merging the Upside Down with the real world, is complete, and it's in a cross um, with, with kind of how it is. And um, a good chunk of uh, Hawkins is destroyed, and um, that's that's kind of where we leave off on, on Vecna's note. He's alive, he completed his goal in opening up a rift. 
But due to the fact that uh, Eleven, oh yeah, by the way, Eleven brings um, Max back to life um, in a coma state, but this stops Vecna's plan from fully succeeding. So yes, there is a rift open between the Upside Down and um, Hawkins, but it's not fully open because Max brought one of the sacrifices back to life. So, it's it's very complicated on that front. But Max is in a coma state right now. And oh, her limbs are broken, so they're, you know, going to have to heal, obviously. So, going into next season, the final shot that we get in this season, everybody's back in Hawkins, working together, and we see, of course... The upside down, the smoke, the clouds, the red lightning coming through, and that is where we leave off, and some foliage and plants dying due to the upside down starting to bleed into the real world. That is where we leave off, and to know that it's going to be about a year and a half to two years before we actually get a conclusion to this show is like, wow. I just got punched in the balls, but hey, at least Stranger Things can keep me in what they're doing. Marvel can't even do that anymore. I mean, after Avengers Endgame, it's been very hit or miss with Marvel, and I don't give a shit about Marvel like I used to, movie-wise, because of that, but we're not here to talk about Marvel right now. But I'm glad that with this season, yeah, there were some things like, for instance, the Jonathan Mike um, storyline, and Will, for majority of this season, that storyline was the weakest link to this entire plot. The only time that their stories mattered was in the final two episodes of the season. That is the only time that Mike, John, and Will, and their new friend, only time that their plot line has mattered to me this season. Not even kidding when I say that. Only time it mattered. So, yeah. Outside of that plot line, though, everything else was much more interesting and, and very engaging. The villain was really good. Glad they decided to keep him for the fifth season. So now, some theories. So, I think that there's two things that are going to be at play in Stranger Things 5. First and foremost, Will, his brother, and Vecna. Will has obviously throughout this season been shown to have feel, felt ostracized from his friends, from his family, and that he's like an outsider and people don't care about him. And his brother, you know, in, in the final few episodes, you know, starts talking to him and letting him know that, yeah, we do care about you and stuff. And this is what has been making Will seem very um, different throughout this season. Like, at first, me and my brother were like, wait, does he like Mike? Like, is that what's going on? Come to find out that that's, that's not what they were doing. They, they kind of gaslighted us, I guess, us all to believe something like that, but... Uh, no, it's just Will feels ostracized from his friend, so he's acting very odd. Um, and there's an emotional moment between Jonathan and Will, um, which is great. 
But I think what they're going to do in Season 5 is Jonathan will die. And then, because that is, like, the one person that Will goes to to talk to about stuff, that Will will turn into, like, a puppet for Vecna. Um, I think that that is something they could very well do in Season 5, going forward. The other thing is Max. I think Max is going to be, like, a plot point or, like, a plot device for Season 5 because... Max is the reason why the portal has not fully opened up, because she's alive, although in a coma state, is alive. Meaning Vecna may try to go after her in her dreams, or in her sleep, or just go after her in general, so that way the portal can fully open up to the Upside Down, which may or may not happen, it all really depends, but... They could very well use her as a literal plot device in the next season. I hope they don't, but I think that that might be the route that they go. So, all in all, um, great season, great finale. Final two episodes were amazing. Like, if you weren't really feeling Stranger Things 4 at the beginning, by the end of it, you will be like, oh yeah, this is fucking insane. The one thing that I gotta say, though, about Stranger Things that they need to do, you gotta kill off more characters, okay? You're going into the final season of Stranger Things. You're going... This show is coming to an end. And as someone that loves Stranger Things a lot, I own the first two seasons on Blu-ray and DVD, even though, you know, I, I would love to get the third and fourth season on Blu-ray. I don't think they're coming out in physical media. But all that I can say to you guys is that when it comes down to this show, it is one of the most interesting and amazing shows I've watched. And they did a great job this season. I really can't tell you how good the Duffer Brothers did with this season. It's absolutely astonishing. Um, I'm really excited for season five. Now, let's talk about the elephant in the room. What the fuck are they doing with Dr. Owens and that military plot line? Like, are we just dropping that? Because we know that going forward into Stranger Things season five, that there's going to be a time jump. So, that is concerning as well as another elephant in the room. That's concerning to me. You're jumping forward in time, but you're leaving us off on a cliffhanger of the Upside Down bleeding into our world. Even if you do it by a few months, there's so much stuff that's going on in between that time that we are not seeing as an audience that feels like a disservice to us. Because then we kind of get lost in what's going on. But we'll see what they do for Season 5. Season 4 was a very amazing season. My opinion, I think the two best seasons of Stranger Things are Season 1 and Season 4. I think that those are the two best seasons of Stranger Things. And I think Season 3 is good, but it's not as good as Season 4 is. And Season 2 is by far the worst season of Stranger Things. I can't even bring myself to watch Season 2 over again. Season 1, however, I can very much watch over again. Season 1 was a very good season. That was a simpler time. Stranger Things was at a much simpler time back then. 
But, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you. I hope you all enjoyed this review. Go give this fucking sh- season a watch. If, if you haven't watched the show yet, what are you doing? And then number two, if you haven't watched this season yet, you need to go watch it. I am guaranteeing you, you even if you don't like the beginning of the season, by the last two episodes, you're going to be glad you sucked through the journey of this season. Hands down. Um, now, if you wanted me to, like, vote on the first or fourth season, which one I think is better, it's really hard. I mean, the fourth one is grandiose in scale, and you've had, like, four seasons to develop with, you know, the characters, but with season one, it's just so, it's a classic. Season one of Stranger Things is a fucking gem, Okay. It was something new. It wasn't trying to be a, an Avengers level kind of thing. It was different, but it was awesome. Now we're at a point where Stranger Things is literally trying to compete with Marvel on like grandiose scale. But let them do what they want to do. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.